If you think that I'm going to be off for a few days and yeah. not come back with a little bonus Ask Slee, you have not been paying attention. This is a good one. You ready? Okay. What do you got? Shane writes, what's the best time of year for sports overlapping? The Masters with the start of baseball, NBA oh, Finals, and the Stanley yeah. Cup, or the hunt for October with the NFL starting? October, to me, is the best month in sports. Yeah, it's got baseball playoffs. Baseball playoffs. NFL. College football, NFL football, NBA is starting as well. well. As a college football I mean, guy, I mean, what what more could you ask for? I, mean, I couldn't sleep this past week. I figured out all the conferences, <laughs> the realignment. I, I, it's so funny. So I was obviously not here, and I saw that story come across. I'm like, well, Al's college football thing is just, you know, he's going to really struggle. like those to- Arizona-Oregon State <laughs> games at 7 o'clock on a Saturday. Well, that, the, the problem only is one? you're still going to get Arizona and Oregon State on a Saturday night. You're just not going to get USC in any of those games or UCLA in any of those games. They're going somewhere else. Some good news for you. Went to go get a coffee? Yeah. Brand new machine. Okay. So they I- replaced the machine. And I was kind of given the backstory behind it. They were having a lot of issues with the old machine, as you remember. Yeah. We got a brand new machine. It was ready to go. It waved to me when I got there. It said, hey, enjoy your coffee, Slee. <laughs> and I went right about my business. I did notice that it was working this morning. Yeah. That was a, a nice change of pace. It's a whole new machine. Whole new machine. Yeah. The, well, the other they one. Don't mess around here. The this other good one. karma thing. They don't mess around. Didn't work very well. Something's not working. You're gone. It might be next. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully not that quick. Hope, hopefully not as quick as that coffee machine goes in in and out along the way. Um, <laughs> all right. So I, I mentioned it. We I was on the road. We were yeah. in Phoenix. I went to a place called Steak 44, which was a recommendation uh, courtesy of Mark Cates. Here. Can, can I explain Mark Cates here for those who sure. don't know? So Cates will use as an example, salesman of the year, won the award at the Mandy Awards. Um, Mark has over 12 years at the station, incredibly great at what he does on the business side. Let's just say he recommended a place that he probably takes clients to <laughs> Yeah, probably a well, business expense. Yeah. And I bet you he closed a few deals yes. at that place as well, because probably it was a business expense. Pretty, <laughs> it was terrific. I love that. Okay. So I, I texted him, we sit down yeah. and I look at the menu and I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> Okay, look, any you guys can go online. I just told you the name of the place. You can look at the menu all you want. Um, whoa, dude. It was – so this is how you know how good it was. It was incredibly expensive and yet worth every penny. And here's how you knew it was going to be – That's just, a rare combo. Yes. That's a rare yes. combination. And now, there. look, I don't know if I'd ever go back because, you know, I'd like to – Because you, can, you can't get two loans on your home. I, you could, uh, your heat lock I, – <laughs> Right now, I'm maxed out. <laughs> I'm maxed out. And I got a car payment that's coming up. I got I got some stuff that uh, I need I to deal with. I haven't said in a while. That's I'm pretty good. Really glad that <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That um, got a couple of steaks, got a couple of sides, had an appetizer. Um, they brought this unbelievable uh, freshly baked bread. Just everything about it was exactly what you would hope for, right? Everything about How it. How was your I, – I need a little more details on this. When the bread comes out uh-huh. – what, okay. What's going on? So here, you, do you have control where you're having one roll or I don't know what kind of bread they're let, bringing out? Let me explain out. the bread. Yeah. So the wait, but waiter was great. And he comes out and he says, well, we make our fresh baked bread in the cast iron skillet. It comes out in the cast iron skillet that they bake it in. Did you do? Oh, yeah. They all say that. <laughs> he comes out and he says, oh, on what we can do, like, uh, I, I'm going to get this wrong, but we could do butter and sea salt on one side and there was truffle and something. Sure. Uh, which one would you like? Or you can do a little half and half if you'd like. 
Why not try both? I'd be half and half guy. We did. Yeah. yeah. The, the the you know like the cartoons when somebody eats something really fast and the plate just spins on the plate when yep. it's empty. Like you just see blah, 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 and then yep. the plate's just gonna. Blah, 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 blah. Or when something comes in front of you, the eyes <laughs> right. pop out of your sockets. That's, That's what it was. Yours. So yep. we started right there, and then the meat was perfect and the sides were perfect. But let me let me get to the part that I really knew was going to be next level. Can you tell me the restaurant again? Steak forty four. The nut like Reggie Jackson. Um. So. I order myself my traditional uh, Hendrix martini up with olives. Okay, I am a bit of a I don't want to say a snob. No, you're a snob. When it comes to martinis, but you you can bring me whatever you want. I'm going to drink it. But I know the difference between a good one, a bad one, and a fugazi, and a really perfect one. Okay, Slee, this was a really perfect one. Mm. It was exquisite and. And a lot, a lot of market prices here. <laughs> a lot of market prices. They bring you the shaker that they make it in because there's always a little bit left in the shaker. So after they top the glass off, they give you the shaker. You drink half the martini. You pour the rest move. of it in. That's a good It was move. unreal. And then we got a piece of key lime pie to call it a night that was the size of a hubcap. Mm-hmm. And it was just unbelievable. Babe, why, just why don't we just get experience. a couple orders of the deviled eggs? I think we could get full. Look we could get the, full off of that. Did you get to the lobster mac and cheese yet? <laughs> It's in the sides. You're going to have to scroll down to the sides, but it's in there. Sides matter. Yeah. You got the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I would do at this point, I'd get an appetizer, the deviled eggs. We got the uh, crispy calamari and shrimp. And then I'd go straight to the sides. We got some sides. No, no, no. You have to get an entree <laughs> to get the sides. No, no. We're just going sides. Just bring me the mashed potatoes. Getting the fries. Yeah. yeah. The mac and cheese, the Alaskan king crab and rock shrimp mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah that's healthy. What's the number? It's a 44. It was a 40. I was wrong. Started with a four, not a five. My bad. Four. But the creamy mac and cheese is 14. Yeah. We didn't, yeah so I would have went, I would have told, told Michael, listen, bro, we, I talked to the server. We had a conversation. They're out of the Alaskan king crab. <laughs> they're out. I mean, how crazy is that? Can you imagine that they're out? So we are going to get the creamy mac and cheese. It was exquisite. It's a baller restaurant. Uh Kate owes me. I, I I I charged him a fifteen percent fee sure, sure. for sending me there. Yep. It's not all of his, but I, I'm going to need fifteen percent of my bill. Use back. Venmo at all. <laughs> send him the request. I don't, think you, I don't think you can send amounts that large in Venmo. Well, it's three <laughs> transactions. <laughs> it's three transactions. They have to come. I think within twenty four hours apart. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you deposit. What is it? Ten thousand. When you put money, anything more than 10000 the government goes, hey, what's going on over there? You know what you so you got to move call? a bunch of 9500s through there. You know when you get a call right from your bank if oh, yeah, it's like a big transaction? How many times did they call you during dinner? <laughs> have, you, have you been kidnapped? Like, are you treating 86 people to dinner tonight in, in the, the greater Phoenix area? ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, while you were at Ocean 44, I was like, I get guac in that Steak California 44. I don't know what Ocean 44 is. Steak oh, you know what? Are you on the wrong menu? <laughs> no, on the menu it says Ocean 44 on oh, yeah. the side. Yeah, well, that's where the, the other, that's, you know, the, the swimmers as opposed to the walkers. Can I get a California <laughs> Just take some ice water. <laughs> you got another rack of that bread. Comes in its own skillet, Al. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So the Pac-12 is dead. top notch. It's dead, right? I mean, I know it. I know it will exist. I know that in some way, so shape, they or form. The latest is merging the ACC and the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. The what's left of it. But mm-hmm. okay, if you're the ACC, why do I want Cal and why do I want ASU and Colorado and Washington? Maybe because you have why no choice. Just because you have no choice. But you just got a bigger conference with bad teams. The only two things that are left. And, and see, here's the thing that I don't think 
people kind of wrap their head around. It's not about whether – Oregon's a really good football program. Oregon's media market is tiny. Yeah, it's what you bring in. It, what, what, what it, that's what UCLA's football program has been bad for 20 years. They're, they're just not a good football. But it's L.A. It's L.A., mm-hmm. right? It, their, their basketball team is you know, kind of up and down and better of late. But it's L.A. That's what this is about. That The reason that those two left independent, it's not because they're, they're the two most as SC is, but UCLA certainly isn't. It's that they have that L.A. market. Why do I care if I pull in Eugene and Portland and Pullman and Salt Lake City and Tucson and Phoenix? Those aren't markets like that. Listen, this is my biggest concern. When I saw that SC and UCLA are leaving, I was like, guys, plenty of room for San Diego State. Get them in there. And now it Probably sounds like and now it sounds like the Pac-12 is just going to be gone. So there. So what I, I read wonder, this morning. I wonder about that. You think? I mean, because you got to have somebody to play water polo with and golf and tennis and baseball. Yeah, yeah. You have to have. The other sports, you can't, I mean, it can't just be a football conference. So you're going to have to loop other people in. So geography obviously is not going to matter and it won't it, matter. Well, okay. It doesn't matter for guys like SC and UCLA. I think it does matter for a lot of these schools. If you're San Diego State, you can't be flying to Ohio to play tennis. It, it, it has to be local. Okay. But when you say that it wouldn't matter for SC and UCLA, okay. they're going to be in the same position. So what do you mean that it wouldn't so, matter? So in other words, USC and UCLA because they are football king kongs. Yep. Because their basketball programs play at a, they're going to share in all that Big Ten revenue. Mm-hmm. So the money is just going to be flowing. Their in. new deal, they right. said, will go from thirty million ish to about a hundred million ish. Yeah. Okay, so they're tripling their money, mm-hmm. right? So they can afford to fly. Hey, we got a three game series against Michigan this weekend in baseball. Mm-hmm. There's the funds to do it. San Diego State doesn't have money flowing like that. They can't fly to charlottesville to play a game you know what i mean it's just they'll have to be more regionalized because the money isn't there so from from what i understand and this obviously look let's not get this twisted this has nothing to do with students it has nothing to do with the only the only thing that matters in this is these tv rights deals that espn is a part of that fox is a part sure. of that you're probably going to start getting the amazons that are dipping into the nfl and all that stuff they'll be a part of um it just comes down to money so I think ultimately what you're talking about with some of these other smaller programs and everything else, I, I think it's gonna. I don't. I don't know how much it's gonna matter. They're gonna do this anyways. Oh, for sure. No, they're, it, they're, you're gonna have two power conferences. The look, yeah. the way it looks like it's gonna shake out. They still, I think, need to figure out what's gonna happen with Notre Dame if they're gonna end up joining one of these conferences. But I think ultimately, that's kind of the last domino, though. Yeah, right? it is. They, they, because it's good. Oregon and Washington. They've got good athletic, but it's not like Notre Dame. It's not like one of those places. Here, here, here's the thing. It sucks. It really does. That they, 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 as a college football fan, I liked watching the games that you know we we give you a hard time about. I like watching SC and Oregon play on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Those are fun games to watch. They they are fun. They're, they're were you, you watching Washington State Oregon? Yeah, because there was a connection to what was going on with USC, right? Mm-hmm. If Oregon beats Washington, now USC, where do they yep. slot? So, yeah, there was some connectivity there. Now, when they play Wisconsin, is it a better game? Yeah, probably. But do I care about it in the same way? Not At least not right now. Maybe can, over time it'll change. I was going to say, can I tell you something? And this is somebody that, listen, I, I, I am a fan of the Pac-12 because of its the regional connection that we have, right? Mm-hmm. I think in a couple years, you're not going to be saying what you just said. Probably not. I think when you – and this is just my honest opinion. I think when when you look at SC schedule and you're like, damn, they're at Penn State, home against Michigan, and then on the road against Wisconsin. Those are just better football games that I think you and I are going to have some interest in. When you see – You more than me. 
What's <laughs> me more? When when you see UCLA from a basketball perspective, have the Illini and then Michigan and then this. I do think that these games are going to be better. I think it will be more competitive. It's unfortunate. What really what they're doing is this, Trav. You know, maybe this is kind of the best way to explain it. You got your haves and your have-nots. They're weeding out a lot of those. And now it's it's becoming more and more the cream of the crop, the, the couple, the best 25 schools in the country, yeah. and then all these other games they're saying are just less important. I said this, shoot, 20 years ago, that we're, we're – I remember was, that's when we did our first show together. There was nothing to prevent USC and Texas and Alabama and Ohio State and Notre Dame and, mm-hmm. and, and to, from saying, why don't we just go start our own thing? Why, why don't we just go make a league? We'll, we'll find 22. If you and I made a list of the 20 football teams that matter in America, I bet you we'd have 15 of the same teams, right? We, we, we probably would. There'd probably be five that we No, didn't, but you're right. But I, I see what you're it, saying. And nothing was there to prevent them from saying, let's pay the players. Let's cut our own TV deal. Because if Texas and Ohio State are going to play, ESPN's going to put it on TV. Of course they are. Whether they're playing by the NC2A rules or not, what if, ESPN doesn't care, mm-hmm. right? They just want to have great football games. I think they're big proponents of what's happening. That, so all of a sudden, that's exactly what players are getting played. Mm-hmm. Players are moving around like free agents, basically. Mm-hmm. Coaches are moving around like free agents. The geographicalness of college football, which made it kind of fun. You got the South, you got the Midwest, you got yep. the West Coast. Yep. Made it kind of fun, right? Now it's just the 25 best teams. We're all just going to, you got 12 of them up here, you got 13 of them down here, and we're going to play a little mini tournament, and then the two best will play you each other. You know what's next? It's what it is. You know what's next? They'll expand the playoffs. Oh, yeah. They'll get it to eight. Now you're going to be dominated by the SEC and the Big Ten. Just use as an example of of how many teams can come out of those conferences. They'll expand it to eight, and it will become – listen, I, I, I know that there are probably a lot of SC, UCLA alum that they're not going to be too crazy about this because it's change. I think it's going to be pretty damn entertaining when, when the dust settles. All right, some breaking NFL news, Slee. A little quarterback on the move along the way. We'll tell you who that is and where he is going next. Plus – It's been a lot longer than you think since Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have been together. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I said to you a couple weeks ago that I can't wait for the NFL to get started. Yeah. Because I can't wait for the NFL to get started. Um, Baker Mayfield traded to the Carolina Panthers today, Slee. Uh, a 2024 conditional fifth-round draft pick for the former number one overall pick. Let me say that again. 
Carolina is sending a 2024 conditional fifth-round pick to Cleveland for Baker Mayfield. Obviously, they got Deshaun Watson, so yep. Mayfield, they don't they no longer need him. But that seems like a particularly low price for a guy that was a number one pick not that long ago and has had a moderate yeah. amount of NFL success. By the way, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I guess that's a, a risk-taking if you're the Carolina Panthers. You're not giving up much. No. What are you giving up? You know, so I, I – in, in, Cleveland's in a position where they don't need him anymore. I, I think it'll be interesting to play out. By the way, when's your first uh, preseason game? Uh, it's early August. I want to say like the second weekend in August. Or you like a month away. I can't wait. We're going to do a show out at um, Rams training camp like we do every year. I'm looking forward to that on a Saturday. We, we always do that. I, I'm, you're like I one can't wait. month away I, you know, from NFL starting. Y- you and I talk a lot about it because you're doing the Lakers and the Rams overlap a lot during yep. that same time. And your schedule is far more arduous than mine is. But there are times where it's like, man, I, you know, six days a week. every it's, it's, I cannot wait. I cannot but wait for that NFL, season to get started. Of all the sports, isn't NFL the perfect one to do? Oh yeah, it's yeah. Of I mean, it, you got a Sunday that it's a it's a one o'clock kickoff. You do your pregame show, start whatever. But it's like the perfect. 11. It's a perfect <laughs> mix. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's just it, enough by the to way, give you that. Like you're leaving out two incredibly important pa- facts of this. Mm-hmm. Number one, they're really good, which makes it far and more their fun. Schedule is their schedule unbelievably great. good too. So far. Yeah. Like I look, I loved going to cover the Rams when they were at, at uh Coliseum. Coliseum mm-hmm. But SoFi is just a, a totally different deal. Here are the quarterbacks. I we just when, would have done a couple things different at SoFi personally. <laughs> Baker Mayfield goes number one in that draft. Yep. Okay. Uh Sam Darnold, who is in Carolina as well, went number three in that draft. That's right. Both Saquon of those guys two. are mm-hmm. now on at least their second team. We'll see what happens with Sam Darnold. Josh Rosen, I believe, went tenth that year. He's out of the league. He's not even in it anymore. They, that's how much they you know dislike that guy, Josh Allen. Yeah. You know what went 32nd? Lamar Jackson. Oh, my So gosh. you've got two guys, the five quarterbacks taken in the first round that year. One is mediocre in Baker Mayfield. Rosen and Darnold, the two L.A. guys, have both been busts by any, by any measure. Yet an MVP drafted 32nd, and Josh Allen might be the best quarterback in football right now. This is the point. Like this, bring it back to the Rams. You know why twenty first? Doesn't matter. God, bring it back to the Rams. Yeah. This is why draft picks are such a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know. Maybe you get Lamar Jackson at 32, but maybe you get Sam Darnold at three. You just don't know. Where suppose you can say, you know who's not a bust? Matthew Stafford. Give me him. Now, is he the best quarterback in the history of the world? No. But is he going to do exactly what I need him to do? Yeah. Hey, we could draft a corner. Nah, i just take Jalen Ramsey. It, it, the, the more you see something like this, the more you see a Baker Mayfield trade or yep. you see the Josh Rosen be out, mm-hmm. why would you ever do it that way? I get that sometimes you have no choice. You know, yeah, I was going to say some franchises just don't have – they're not in position to do what the Rams are doing. But the Rams have built that. That's That, that didn't happen overnight. Took took years to get to this point. It's an extraordinary turn of events. Lamar Jackson, 32. Come on, man. People wanted to make him a wide receiver I remember or running Michael, back. Seems I remember, like a bad idea. I remember Michael kept – I know. Yeah, he was on that one. How the hell are you letting this guy drop? How the hell are you letting this guy drop? You know what? Sometimes we overthink it. So sometimes it just gets that point. Well, you find oh, reasons well, to say no. You he's find not reasons accurate. To say he's no. not big enough. Yeah. He's not going to be able to run like that. Why not? <laughs> Why can't he run like that? Is anybody catching him? No. 
Is anybody fast enough in the NFL to catch him? No, not really. Speaking of drafts, do you see our boy yesterday? Which boy? Summer League. Oh, Chet? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, here's my thing. This is, this. by the way, I think just because we're just doing draft, yesterday was kind of an, he dominated Twitter for a few hours. He did. And, and the videos were, did you see the one where they matched it up with him and Dirk doing that little spin yep. fadeaway? Yep. It, same. He obviously mm-hmm. watched a lot of Dirk and said, I can do that, and starts knocking down that little fadeaway jump shot. Lethal, right? No, he's seven foot something. No one's blocking a fadeaway from a seven footer. He blocked a bunch of shots. He yeah. scored a bunch. He knocked down his his own shot. Um, ninety percent of the guys in that summer league are not going to be in the NBA. Why are we throwing a party for the I'll second pick in the dra- second or second second, second pick, pick in the, pick draft, the draft, dominating a bunch of guys who are going to be in the G League? I'll Shouldn't he do that? Do you want to know why? Because it was July fifth yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has something to do with it. It was July 5th. We have not got close enough to the NFL. Baseball, we're not even at the all-star point. Uh, it's the only thing to talk about. But let me say this. He had his moment yesterday, and I think you and I said the same thing, which is kind of funny. I'm like, how's this dude? He weighs nothing. He's not 200 pounds. He weighs nothing. By the way, don't you wish you could say that where you could just where people are telling you, you got to eat more? Taylor, this is where you say I don't fit in a life-saving ring. Don't this look is at your him. line right yeah, here. Yeah, don't look at him right now. Don't look at him right now. People say he... that to me all the time, Slee. Is that <laughs> yeah, not he, the greatest? He does get that. No one ever in my life has told me, hey, Al, you got to start eating more, buddy. You really need to start eating more. And every time no. I look at Chet, I'm like, that's got to be the greatest thing ever. You get to eat as much as you possibly want. I'm going to stay on this for a second. It's the fact that you remember when he got drafted, too, and you and I said, I said the only thing I like about him getting drafted too is that Oklahoma City took him because right. I think they know what they're doing when it comes to these picks. Do you take much stock out of the summer league? Do you take much stock at any of this stuff? You shouldn't. We all shouldn't, and people do. Because yesterday you would have thought. What if the teams do? I know that we, you know, we, we have to find things to talk about, like you were saying. Yeah. But I, I wonder if the Thunder are looking at this saying, oh, my gosh, we got our guy. Who picked first? I correct. Houston, maybe? Magic. The, the Magic. Ma- oh, the Magic. Orlando? That's yeah. right. They took Boncaro, number one. There's a 60% chance Orlando yeah. has the first pick in the draft. <laughs> but I don't think Orlando was sitting around going, I can't believe we missed on that guy. Look, mm-hmm. look at what he you just You do your homework. You try to figure it out. And dominating a bunch of guys, they're going to be you know, working at Enterprise yeah. or in a car in two years. I don't know what that means. Go out and, and find a way. To, yeah. p- to do well against NBA because the summer league. If I'm picking personally a rental car, I'm going budget. That's no. what. I, that's where I'm going. But see, here's the thing. Because the way you just half threw my team, enterprise in there. They, they hire college athletes. That's their thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do. They, and they, they sponsor all yep, the college. They are very active in hiring uh, student athletes because I consider going to work for them out of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the point being, I, I think the part that's interesting to me mm-hmm. is if he if a very high pick and let's just, oh, I don't know, say Lonzo Ball, goes into this summer league and looks like they're not kicking everyone's ass, that's troublesome. It's like, hey, these are not NBA players. These are guys fighting and clawing to make an NBA team, and maybe some of them will, but if you can't go out there and get after those guys, what are you going to do when the real players start showing up? That he did it, I think he cleared the first hurdle, talking about Holmgren, but that, I mean, that's not NBA. That's not Giannis he has to deal with. That's not Embiid. That's not Anthony Davis. These are not NBA guys that are as big as he is, as athletic as he is, and a lot heavier than he is. The one thing he does have going for him is he could hit jumpers. Yeah. So in today's NBA, you remember this. You know, usually where this happens in summer league, 
Lakers, Knicks. Remember Kevin Knox? And I don't. With the Knicks a few years ago in summer league, all of a sudden, yeah, he had a good summer league. And everybody was putting – but this was because it was the Knicks. Oh. Right? Like sometimes it's attached to a team. Laker fans get way too excited about somebody that might be on the Lakers summer league team, whatever the case is. This one's a little bit more interesting. I know he's a number two pick. But the fact that it's with the Oklahoma City Thunder, he got run yesterday like I haven't really seen on Twitter for a summer league in, in a little bit. He's 106 pounds. I know. that There there has to be a reason. I'm Look, I'm not a um, NBA scout. I'm not somebody that can tell you. Thunder, a, a, a that's nu- what we're a both banking on. I don't know. I'm just saying there have not been a lot of, what is he, 7'1", seven, 7'2", seven, something like that? Something like that. 7'1", or 2, 104-pound guys. 17 feet. I just don't think that that's the body type that you're looking for. Thunder picked him, probably pretty good news, but uh, I don't know, man. Congratulations on dominating a VCR repairman in the summer league. Good job. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance, visit Progressive.com. Factor VCRs cap- are coming up. <laughs> They're coming back, man. Speaking of VCRs, are some things overrated? Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hello, Travis. Uh, Hi, Alan, I guess, because you still wanted to trade me. It's fine. But I wanted to make a comment that I don't think... (laughs) I don't think Alan you've been happier because this uh, this Twitter photo you posted was so cute. You had such a big smile. Okay, here's you the barely thing. smile full. I love it. Can I explain something? When we hadn't done a show together, it had been about a week. Uh-huh. I think one week total. I was really excited coming in today. I'm like, T-Raj, we're um, going to go back. I'm coming into the second seat again. He loves you. I could kick back and relax and not have any <laughs> responsibilities. Yeah. This is amazing. I'm a pretty dynamic guy. I don't know if you know that about me or not. I, I just kind of elevate everybody around me. Your feet are on the desk. I love it. There you go. What's your next read? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, since we all had a little bit of time off, uh, we all went on vacations. I don't know if, about you guys, but sometimes I find it a little bit difficult to relax while on vacation. So you find it difficult to relax while on vacation. Travis, factor cap. No. Uh, cap, I I, uh, I I can get into it pretty easily. I, I, I'm usually after four or five days, I'm kind of good. Like I'm ready to come back to work. I've, I've only taken a vacation longer than a week, maybe once or twice in my whole life. And by day eight, it's like, yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to do something with my life, so I can I can decompress pretty quickly. It's a little hard to come back. Turns the in. other way, you're getting depressed on <laughs> <Right>. vacation. <laughs> I just I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I, the, you still have a job, man. You the just re-entry take a time off. into work that can be a little tricky that yeah. first day. But today I feel like I've feel like I'm on top of my game, Slee. All right, so I need a couple of days. So I'm still thinking about work. Kind of this one day goes by. By the second day, I'm kind of in vacation mode. So I'm good. So I think it just takes a second for me to adjust. But once I'm in, um, I always will have that itch to eventually come back, especially like if you're just still hanging around town. That's it. If you're doing a staycation, like if you're just not going to work, but you're still at home and doing those sorts of things, which we've all done a million times, yeah, that's harder to unplug because you're still in your routine. You're still doing the same stuff. You need to go somewhere, even if it's just down like, san diego or santa barbara just get away a little bit yeah i think it also very much depends on who you're going on vacation with like what like i was on vacation with all of my extended family and all of my sisters who i haven't spent that much time with my sisters in a very long okay, time okay well, good so successful it, so stressful it wears on you a bit i love it they, it was great it had a fun time but uh yeah they wore on me just just a bit yeah. just a bit uh taylor what about you fact uh to emily's point if i was with my family i think i'd find it uh more 
I guess, less relaxing. But um, if I'm by myself, I can, you know, just keep an even keel. Have Always a good time. on edge with the family, you know? Depends on which part of the family. Mm-hmm. There's exactly. there, there's part of the family that I would love to spend time with, and there are other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not going to go into Christmas that. Day. We're also related to me. <laughs> Christmas Day. Let's go. Rams play? Yes. Woohoo! Let's do it. Hon, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> Lakers have a game. Yeah, but you're not doing it. Well, right, Al, right, we do a right. show together. I don't make the schedule. I don't make the schedule. Got to go. Game tips at 7.30. It's noon. Yep, prep. Why are you covering Utah-Denver? <laughs> not up to me. So um, we all talked about a little bit of our 4th of July celebrations, what we ate and all that stuff. But personally, there is one side dish that I cannot stand. So baked beans are the worst side at 4th of July. Alan, factor cap. No, cap. I, I'm, I like baked beans. I like beans in general. Like the, I think we've talked about the legume family, the legume world. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm good with all that. Yeah. I, I'm okay with it. So you baked look like beans, a baked bean guy. I am a baked beans guy. I uh, I've got no problem with it. It could definitely. I'll make some room on my plate for baked beans. I'm okay with it. I'll, I'll eat them. They're they're not my favorite thing. Like I could if they weren't on the picnic table at a Fourth of July. I'm okay that they Are don't they the exist. Worst? No, they're not. What I, is worse? I don't know. I, all of those things I kind of <laughs> like equally. There's nothing that I have to have in one of those things. Anything mayonnaise based at a picnic gives me the creeps. So, Where it's just sitting there for yeah, like an yeah, hour so, and a half. And I love potato salad, but I need that thing to come out of the refrigerator. <laughs> I, I cannot be sitting on the table. That mac salad. That's potato salad, I can, I can walk away from and have no problem with that. Yeah, I like it. It's got to have little gherkins in it. That, those are pretty good. Those Taylor, are pretty what about good. you? The baked beans, are, they're kind of sweet. They're little, you know, it's all right. You get that chunk of fat that's floating around out there. That's pretty oh, gross. Yeah. yeah, Cap, I love uh, love me some baked beans, but potato salad and egg salad. Egg salad, you can have that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Egg salad, no thanks. Disgusting. My, it's it's been sitting there since families. 10 a.m. It's 6 p.m., and egg salad is still sitting it's turned on turned into the... a chicken. It's not even egg salad anymore. It's developed in it. It's got a beak. It's got little claws and a beak, and it's just like, hey, the metamorphosis is taking place. The sun, little sun, little egg DNA. We got All chickens. All it needed. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. All right, so Forrest Gump came out on this day in 1994, and I know we've had hot takes on this uh, show before. We know that Travis hates the Princess Bride. So uh, the For- Forrest Gump is overrated. Tra- uh, Taylor, factor cap. I think it's properly rated. Um, it's a great movie, great soundtrack especially. Can't get enough of that. Trav? I like Forrest Gump. I, I, I mean, it, it. it's kind of one of those movies that is of its time with an iconic star that, you know, played a role that yeah. a lot of times famous actors will play a role similar to that. Somebody that's, you know, disabled and they will go about doing that and it always lands really, really well if it's done right. And he did it and he nailed it and it's a good movie. I, I, I'm kind of with you, though, a little bit, Emily. It does feel like it's given a higher status as far as like great movies go. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a nice it's, story. It's always like the top 10 or yeah, no. yeah, I'm with you on that. It, it's, it's a nice story. Well acted by one of the greats of all time. But I put it to you this way. If I'm flipping through it and it's on, I can go right past it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm. I like Forrest Gump. I don't think I personally overrate. If somebody says, hey, give me your top ten movies, it's not going to be on my list. So maybe it does play a little bit of the overrating of it, but I'm okay with it. I think yesterday we had this random one, Weekend at Bernie's. It was the the (laughs) anniversary of it. It's a good, bad movie. 
It's a good, bad movie, however you want to describe it. But if you said, hey, you want to watch Weekend at Bernie's or Forrest Gump, I will watch a good, bad movie of Weekend at Bernie's before I watch Forrest Gump. I think I would go Gump in that that face-off. I think I would go Gump. Gump is also super long. It is too long. Especially if you watch them like TNT or whatever when they have all the commercials. Similar to what we watched before, it's just going to take five hours. Longer than Godfather? Every movie should be 90 minutes if you have a particularly stellar idea we can push it out to two hours once you're beyond two hours we're done here. by the way when is better call saw back do we know next week yes it's okay. soon yeah. all right soon oh soon. july 11th <laughs> yeah yeah put it on your calendars all right so uh this might be in my airing of grievances but i'm gonna add it into the factor cap but uh i was on the aisle uh on my flight and it was one of those big mega flights it was like nine people in a row it was a huge plane and I just got, there were so many people getting up all the time. Damn, and it's just, they, <laughs> they kept on hitting me and stuff like that. But it's, sometimes you just need to stay in your seat. It's not that long of a flight. Or just stay in your seat. So Where was the flight to and from? It's Newark to here. So it is a long flight. I was going to say, that's five plus hours. But it was, it was a lot of getting up. And did it's you the same do the, this was it you... Burbank to Las Vegas. <laughs> wait, wait. This is what I want to know. Which person were you? Were, the, were you the person when somebody got up? Did you give body language of you were frustrated that I they were getting up? rolled my eyes at this one person. He got up four times in one flight. Four times. One flight. Anyway. That's awesome. So she you don't like it when people like get up checklist. too much on planes. <laughs> Travis, factor cap. Uh, cap. If, if I mean, I choose the aisle for all the reasons that we've talked about. I fit better in the aisle, but... No, and you know what you're getting. Yeah, into. if you're on the aisle, you're gonna have to get yeah. up a few times. That's just that's that's it. We everybody needs to go hit the restroom. Everybody wants to stretch their legs and stand up, especially five plus hour flight. Just standing up a couple of times is yeah. not the end of the world. Just kind of shake out the cobwebs. I'm I'm all right with it. So I'll I'll say this: I've taken those long international flights, and I kind of sympathize. Everybody is in their own little world. The seats are freaking small. You want to get up. You're, you sometimes you even have a reason to get up. You just want to walk around. Stretch your legs. You just want to stretch your legs. You just want to do this. Like you want to, I don't know. I, I think you got to, in, in situations like that, it's annoying, but it doesn't bother me to where I understand why they got to get up. If, so I just let it be. If the flight were the Burbank to Vegas one, yeah. right? Yeah. That's like a 40-minute flight. Yep. It's really. If that guy's up three times on that, yeah, come on, buddy. What are we doing? Once, sure. But I like how she was rolling her eyes at Five hours. That's New York to L.A. That's a long flight. But like, four did, steps? I don't, eh. I don't know. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Cap for me, too. Sorry, Emily, but... Once every hour and Arian 15 grievances. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I got to stand up. Yeah, I take a yeah. walk to the back, talk to the stewardess, you know. Hey. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. So you got a place where we're going, or this just a layover? Like where? What's the, deal? What, what's yeah. the word that they? Down. What's the word that Watch they a movie. have? Their base is that what a stewardess has? A, a base? Yeah, they have a home base. I home think. base, home city, a hub. So when there's like turbulence, do you buckle in or do you? So when you, you pop the can of that Coke, do you use the little device or do you just use your fingers? <laughs> All the what's the deal questions. on the snacks? Are those? Yeah, can I get pretzels and can crackers? I get as many as I want. <laughs> Sir, why don't you go back and sit down? Yeah, turn on this. Ding! <laughs> go take a seat there, Smitty. I cannot tell you how many times also that the uh, flight attendants knocked me over. Like, knocked my arm over. Like, knocked everything out of my hands because they were going down the aisle. So, maybe I'm just not an aisle person. I think that's, my, that's what I've gotten from all this. So, uh, one last one. So, I, again, went to Rhode Island. It had a lot more mosquitoes and bug bite, bugs than I was used to. So, you would rather be covered in bruises, not that they're painful, but that just that it can be seen, than to have be covered in bug bites. So, you would rather be covered in bruises than be covered in bug bites. Alan, factor cap. Um, 
This is actually fact. As somebody who's gone plenty of times camping and have got absolutely demolished by the mosquitoes out there, random places, like I have a sweater on, yet they found a way to get my lower back. The little beak they have goes right through your sweater. (laughs) Whatever it is, layers, it doesn't matter. Why is my head, why do I have mosquito bites on the top of my head? They're itchy. They're annoying. They last. You wake up in the morning. You need a cream to... Uh, give me a couple of bruises. I'll take that over some mosquito bites. See, you're more worked up about some mosquito bites than anything I've ever seen from yeah, you. Yeah, no, like, it's just BS. I'm going to set loose some mosquitoes in here and see how long... Cause I, <laughs> oh, they come after me, too. If, that, if there's another person here... It. I think that's it. There's like a blood type. I think there's, there's something. I don't know what... It, is it heat? Is it's, that what it is? It's what you eat. It's what you eat. And they're eat. attracted to water, too. So... I don't get I'm supposed to not be hydrated. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know, but they bother some people more than others. They don't bother you. Not a time. I get a mosquito come bite camping once in a with while. Me one time. We'll see. I'll just sit there. You'll have a swarm buzzing around your head, and I'll just, just be a burger. hanging out with rookie, having a, a burger, <laughs> just in, enjoying my afternoon. Yeah. Did you Did you get a million of them? I have them all over my body, Very my annoying. hands, the backs of my legs, my back, my shoulders. I could not sleep on, on Saturday annoying. night. It was so bad. And these are huge. They have horse flies, too. Ooh, it was bad. Wait, okay, I have a question. Yeah? I, other than the obvious answer that yeah. they are flies that buzz around horses, what is a horse fly? What so, is that? Um, so they're attracted to water, similarly. Uh, they're not always around horses. So, like, there are a lot of times on the East Coast around water, and a, they bite you. They're big. It's a regular fly on steroids. And they, and they bite you, and they draw blood. Huge, bro. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah they're and they're really loud, but they're slow. That's the yeah. only good thing is that they're slow, so you can kill them a lot easier. Look, they're slow, but they're it's kind of very Luca-like. You know what <laughs> I mean? Skilled. They're just incredibly <laughs> skilled. Incredibly. I've seen a horse fly their Eurostep as good as I've ever seen a Eurostep. Look, there's a lot of bad things about California. <laughs> take a swipe, and it's like, ah. The number one secret sauce, especially about Southern California that nobody really says anything about, we really don't have bugs. I mean, we have we have bugs, but yeah. not like the Midwest, not like the South, not sure. like the East Coast. It's, Come camping uh, with me. It is a good. Nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll just sit over here. You can put your feet up back on the desk. All right, three years, mm-hmm. three years since a duo here in Los Angeles get together, and they've accomplished nothing. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Have you ever been to a baseball game inside an indoor baseball stadium before? Um, Do the Diamondbacks have the... It's retractable, but they can close it. Yeah, I think that's the closest I've been. So I, it's funny you say that because... I went to a Diamondbacks Padres game when I was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Indoor baseball is a trip. It is a really weird deal. And I didn't hate it. Doesn't, it. Oh, really? I, I, no, I, I, say, I, it doesn't seem right. It, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural, for lack of a better word. Yeah. But you walk out of 150 degrees oh, yeah. and that door swings open and it's 70 in there. It's glorious. It easy to, by the okay, first of all, that's the right way to do I it. I really highly recommend attending. An Arizona Diamondbacks game at one o'clock on a Wednesday. <laughs> Just it's, what was what was the ticket price to get in? Uh, we got twenty eight dollar tickets and had really good seats. That's amazing. Re- I mean, really good seats. We were behind the uh, first base dugout, a little bit behind the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, really good seats. Kind of a scout from the Dodgers. Felt it, like you're catching an NL West game. It was 
terrific. That's amazing. The, the longest I waited to get anything was maybe 30 seconds. There's mm-hmm. no lines for anything. Everything was open, so it was like fully operational. It was great. Did you go in the pool? <laughs> no. Okay, so you on TV, right? You see yep. that pool out in, in right center field. Yep. Pool on TV looks big. Does it look big to you? I always thought the pool was pretty good size. Uh, it looks, I've seen some videos of it. It doesn't look that big to me. It, in my mind's eye, I had it like this, not huge, yeah. not like Olympic, you know. Yeah, it's the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> it's not like that. It's like a big hot tub. It's yeah. not. That's a exactly, big, actually, it, that's exactly what it is. It's not a big pool at all. Weird, Was there a moment dynamic. that you were like, Michael, let's you and I go to the pool. <laughs> you go get chili cheese fries. I'm going to be in the pool. Bring them over. And also get me a beer. And then just while you're sitting in the pool, game is going on, you're eating fries. So I don't know if this is true. Without or not. a fork. They, uh, the guys that were run Michael's team, they tried to book the pool, mm. right? Because, they, you know, we went as a, as a group. Apparently that pool is booked out years ahead of time. That you can't you can't get a reservation at the pool. Yeah, they, they just it just it's impossible to get. So as no silly as it looks, yeah. it, it, it works. Indoor baseball. In Phoenix, in Houston, sure. Everywhere else, let's. Uh, yeah, the I mean, listen. In the think about the Midwest in the middle of summer in July for how humid some of these games so, are. And I've everything done St. Else. Louis. I've done Kansas City. I've done both Chicago's. I've done Arizona's real heat. Oh my god, that's Al. real heat. Oh my god, I can't actually do that. Like if you said, "Hey, you got to go live in Arizona," I don't think I can. It's well, you you were inside ninety percent of the day for some six fresh months air. Of the year. Yeah, it was it was it was different. Dodgers are a lot better than the, both of those teams. Three years ago. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George teamed up three mm. years ago, 2019. Remember that video of Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly? I think they were in Vegas for the summer league, and it went down. They were just there to watch, and they put the video up of them like just kind of laughing, like, look what just happened. We got these two. Three years later, what it's, has really been accomplished? Well, it's the weir- well it's a, that's the right question. Yeah. And the answer is both of these things. Nothing, and they've gotten further than they've ever gone before. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Without because without Kawhi, without Kawhi, but they had mm-hmm. never been to the Western Conference Finals. Now they have, but they did it with just one of the two guys, not both of the guys. The two of those guys together basically haven't really done. No, anything. they haven't. It's. I don't know if you can call it a failure because they haven't. A failure is Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James. They played mm-hmm. and it's just that ah, doesn't look right. These guys haven't had a chance to really kind of go at it, and when they've had, it's been okay. It so, hasn't been great. I'll tell you why it's a failure. It's a failure because the one year that they were all together and they were up three games to one, they blew that lead to Denver. Yeah. So I think just that alone, there was such high expectations for them. And you know what's happened in the Western Conference and around the league? Some other teams came into play. Phoenix became good. The Warriors became the Warriors again. Um, Other teams are kind of starting to get into that conversation like the Memphis Grizzlies where the Clippers, do they have to be healthy? Of course they do. I get that. I understand that. But if you'd have told me over three years that what they would accomplish was get to the Western Conference Finals, I don't know how you can't really – and I know there are predicament situations, injuries. I don't know how you can look at it any other way than it is a failure. Well, because it hasn't happened enough, right? For instance, it's certainly not successful for all the obvious reasons. But when – Ka- Kawhi missed all of last season, missed the most important part of the season before, and in the first year, yes, it, it didn't work. That mm-hmm. was that season was a failure. But I think you'd have to see them play a, most of a season together a second time yep. and for it not to work to go, okay, that just didn't work. And I said this to you last week. It's not that, that those aren't two great players. They both are, are terrific players. 
Who's in charge of that team? Who's running the show? Who's the guy there because you a leadership, you're a leader. A, you're saying absolutely yeah, yeah. name a good team in the NBA. And I guarantee you, if mm-hmm. you said, who's the leader of that team, we'd all say the same guy. Okay. Give me give you an example. Orlando magic, <laughs> Paulo Boncaro, right? And for Hardaway. <laughs> yeah. Right. But think about it. It's Giannis in Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. It's Chris Paul in Phoenix. It's Steph in Golden State. It's Embiid in Philly. It's Jason Tatum in, in Boston. It's Jimmy Butler in, in Miami. Right, LeBron, the Lakers didn't have a good season. And it doesn't even have to be the best player. No, you just need to have one of the handful of best players. Right, but like, let me give you an example. The Warriors, Draymond is as much of a leader as anybody. He is okay. Marcus Smart is as much of a leader as anybody. From what I can kind of notice in my eyes, watching these teams, it doesn't always have to be the best player. But they don't really even have. When you look at the Clippers, is Paul George the leader? Maybe I don't know. No, he's not. Is no Reggie it's, Jackson? I, I no. don't know. Like I, I no. genuinely First don't of all, know. It's got to come from one of those two guys. It has to. It doesn't have to be your best player, but we can't get too far down the list, mm-hmm. right? It, it has to be one of two or three best players. Those are the two best players on the team. Paul George seems far more comfortable when it's just kind of I'm over here doing my thing. He's a really good player, but he's not comfortable being the guy. He's took the second. He's become he, the second guy yeah. since Indiana. Absolutely. When and the Oklahoma Kawhi, City Thunder was Russ's squad. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Go figure with him. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, does any? I don't think the Clippers know. Great player, but is he the leader of that team? I don't think so. So if they're healthy this year. They'll be really good. And by the way, I, I'm with you. I think a lot, probably not enough not enough people are talking about the Clippers just because over the last three years they haven't been healthy. So I think with all that being said, I'm a little kind of on that as well. we got to slide this in real quick, Slee. Okay. Granada Hills and Ed. Ed, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Ed? What's up, fellas? Um, just wanted to call for a few reasons. One, caught the Culture Pop uh, podcast this morning with Sliwa. Really interesting. Had some good takeaways that I didn't know about Sliwa. So uh, if you guys haven't tapped into that, tap in. Uh, pretty good hour listen right there. And then I had a real quick story about the Mandy Awards. So I'm at the Mandy Awards post-dinner right before the show starts. I'm outside having a little smoke break, not cigarettes, by the way. Sure. And Lee um, was cousin. I found out it was his cousin. Just We start chatting, really cool guy. And it's funny how the conversation started because he started probing, like, let me find out if this guy actually likes that the Sliwa and Trav show um, before I tell him I'm Sliwa's cousin. Um, So it kind of started like that. But um, he was a really cool guy, and he ended up working in the audio-video industry and gave me, like, a full-blown estimate on site. He got business out of it. Awesome. Yeah, like four speakers, amplifier, sub, installation materials. This is how much it's going to cost. So shout out to your cousin. I think his name was Foudy or Foudy. Foudy. But, um, yeah, yeah Foudy. Yeah, awesome dude. Good times, man. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to give you props on the podcast. Good and, stuff, uh, man. Thank you, man. Trav, also, real quick, Trav, Trav, yes. I saw you on a, on a little uh, break, like halftime in the Mandy's, and uh, I didn't want to go up to you. I was right next to you. I didn't want to bug you, but – you're a true man of the people, bro, chopping it up with fans, doing your thing outside, mingling. So I just wanted to give you props for that. And, um, yeah, man, good times. Keep up the good work, guys. Appreciate that, Ed. 
I like that your cousin got some business. I like that Ed said nice things about me. It's a win-win for everybody. A.V. King. That's his handle? On Twitter, at A.V. King? No, I, I don't know if that's his. Cousin Sleeve? I don't know if that's his handle, but that's his Put them together. At Cousin Sleeve, the A.V. King. Just It's a little long, but it, 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 it describes Why does it sound like Cousin thing. Sal? <laughs> a little bit, it does. Lonnie Walker is going to join us coming up uh, next hour. It could be any yep. minute. So make sure that you listen for that. We'll have a conversation with one of the I'm newest gonna, members of the Lakers. I'm going to go into a little bit what Ed just mentioned right there so i didn't really two days after we did the mandy awards um i did the culture pop podcast with oh yeah Mace. i want to hear I'll about tell that. You a little bit about it we'll do it next it's travis lee 710 espn